Arthur Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the match of the day on round 17, the second last round of the West MacArthur First Grade Premiership this afternoon. We come to Magpie Mansion on Old Boys Day. Yes, their biggest home day of the year. A bumper crowd has turned out in attendance for the match against the old enemy, the next door not-so-friendly neighbours for one afternoon, Camden. Uh, and it's a match not only chock full of interest for the sake that it's uh, Old Boys Day, but given that both sides have so much to play for in the context of the last couple of rounds of the regular home and away season, there will be fireworks, you can be guaranteed. Perfect conditions have greeted us at Victoria Park for this uh, round 17 match of the day between two sides who both desperately need to win. Camden to ensure that they maintain their charge to a possible, probable minor premiership. And the home side, the Magpies, need to win to keep their hopes of making the semi-finals alive. The 1966 famous Clayton Cup winning Picton Magpies are in attendance today, as well as their 1987 first grade premiers to add a bit of extra spice to try and cheer the 2022 version along as our referee blows. Time on, we are underway, wasting no time in the big one. Let's quickly run through these two sides. Picton decided to uh, kick off after they won the toss. They are running towards the, uh, as we look at it, the... Uh, southern end or the uh, uh, the uh, Highlands end of the ground in the first half. They're wearing their traditional home strip of black with white V's uh, tr trim and piping. And Camden running towards the uh, scoreboard end, the town end of the ground, the northern end in the first half. They are wearing their traditional uh, tri-colours gear of blue, red and white V's with, uh, in this afternoon, the blue shorts with red and white trim and piping. Uh, they're going through their first set of six of the match now, the uh, uh, the Camden side, and they're playing at 38 metres out from the uh, Picton Golan. There's a grubber kick in on the last tackle from Speechley. It's allowed to bounce, and eventually it's going to cross the touchline where it looks like a scrum will pack down. Let's have a look at these two sides then for you. Firstly, the home side, Picton, coming in in equal fifth place in the West MacArthur Premiership on 14 points, desperately needing to win to keep their finals hopes alive, coached by Jake Tolito, and it's as close to a full-strength side as possible this afternoon. James Tautilafua is at full-back. Harrison Foster and Leon Longbottom on the wings. Ephraim Morgan and Tony Satini in the centres. Daniel Payne has been named at 5'8", Stephen Dengate at half. Lachlan Whitehouse and Billy Carroll, Mr Model up front with uh, Anthony Provost, skipper and hooker. Reagan Gilbert and T-Rex, Tony Williams in jumper 20 in the second row. Matt White locks the scrum. Three interchange players named at the moment. Big Mike Warrensee and eight Trent Kelligan Leach and Harrison Scott. Now for Camden, uh, they're uh, coached by uh, Harrison Fox, the competition leaders, sitting on 22 points, needing to win to stall East Campbelltown at bay. Mason Ceruto named at fullback. John Ryan and Josh Kilton on the wings. Steele Brown and Corey McAlum in the centres. Jackson Willis at 5'8", Brad Speechley at half. Bailey Dickinson and Danny Fualalo up front. John Martin, the experienced hooker. 
Brad Hopkins and David Minute in the second row. Ben Powers locks the scrum. And on their bench, Tom Chanter, Metutal Tungatua, Brady Duna and Pat Dumont. First scrum of the afternoon from a, a, a Tony Williams uh, uh, Picton error has been won by Camden. They go out wide straight away and they've got the first try of the afternoon. It's going to be uh, uh, Harrison Foster getting on the end of a seething cutout uh, pass out wide to the left-hand side. And Harrison Foster scores the easiest of tries inside two and a half minutes here at Magpie Mansion. Well, that's going to set the home side backed up by their old boys on the back foot immediately and it didn't take much for the competition leaders to get the opening try it was just a simple movement through the hands from the left hand side from the scrum win and Farrison Foster burn off his outside man easily and has improved the position about eight or ten meters in from the left hand corner post what a tremendous start for the competition leaders on the simply wordpress web design scoreboard timepiece for a case statewide solar, two and a half minutes approximately gone, and it's Camden 4, Picton Mill with the kick to come. And that replay, or the uh, the summing up of the try for F2 Sportswear, we thank our phalanx of sponsors, of course, without whom we wouldn't be able to call these games online for you. Simply WordPress Web Design, Forte Financial Services, Beer Shed Brewing Company, Style Signs, Case Statewide Solar, and F2 Sportswear and RW Laws and Associates. Here's the conversion then of the Harrison of the uh, uh, sorry John of the uh, of the try from Jackson Willis for Camden very close to the uprights the imp the position was improved he's 15 minutes to the left of the uprights 15 out strikes it makes no mistake straight down the middle the John Ryan try was converted by Jackson Willis and so what a great start for Camden the competition leaders have put. The home side on notice, early doors, three and a half minutes gone in the match of the day. The round 17 fixture on MacArthur Sports Radio Extra. And we've parked ourselves in this glorious sunshine with absolutely no breath of wind whatsoever. A far cry from the problems we had in July when a number of our rounds were washed out, cancelled, postponed due to the weather and the flooding in these parts and some of these parts. Gloriously fine conditions today as uh, the kickoff has been allowed to bounce and has found touch sensationally. Uh, Mason Cerudo, unlike him, allowed the ball to bounce and uh, found touch five metres out the kickoff from the Camden goal line. So he goes Picton straight away onto attack with an opportunity with this scrum feed now, 10 metres out from the Camden goal line on the scrum line, 20 metres in from the eastern touch. The surface here at Victoria Park is also almost close to bone dry as you can get at this time of the year. So the scrum's going to be packed. Uh, second scrum of the afternoon. This time it's a Picton heel and it goes out wide uh, towards Daniel Payne. Payne carts it ahead. Takes the line on his mitt and put to the ground. Dickinson over the top eight. The tackle. Breaking from the scrum quickly. Seven metres out from the Camden goal line. Now up the centre they go with uh, Matt White. Head down backside up. Charges at the line. He's tackled. Two metres out from the Camden goal line in front of the post. Dummy half provost. They go out wide through the hands. And the pass was juggled by Steve Dengate. Had to stop and prop, and he was easy meat for the Camden defence rushing up on him. They lost about 18 metres on that play, the Magpies. Back up the centre they come, Billy Carroll. Head down, backside up, he's tackled. Nine metres out from the Camden goal line in front of the post. Left hand open side to Daniel Payne. Cut out pass for Tony Satini. Satini gets on the outside of his man. There's the reply straight away for the Magpies. 
Tony Satini stood up his opposite number, Steel Brown Cold, and has gone around him to score five metres in from the left-hand corner post. It was a, as simple a try as John Ryan's try was a couple of minutes ago. It was uh, a switch of play to the left-hand side on replay for F2 Sportswear and Styles signs, and it was just uh, out to the experienced Tony Satini, got in and away around Steel Brown and scored five metres in from the quarter post. That might be the order of the day here this afternoon. Whoever has the ball will score the tries, and this time Tony Satini has the football down. It's Camden 6, Picton 4, kick to come. Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. Approximately four and a half minutes gone in the first half on the case statewide solar timepiece. And that has brought to the uh, wolf whistles from the old boys of 66 and 87 uh, to their feet on that, uh, as we look at it this afternoon, we've been banished from the grandstand to make way for the old boys, which is understandable on their biggest home game of the year, old boys day. So we've parked ourselves at the old scoreboard, which was probably around in 1966 when the Clayton Cup winners did their thing. Here's Anthony Provost then for the conversion for the Magpies of the Tony Satini tray. He's about six metres in from this uh, eastern touchline. He's taken it back to 24 metres out from the Camden goal line. First attempted goal for the afternoon. Absolutely not a breath of wind to speak of. So shouldn't be a problem for Provost as he's, if he's brought the kicking boots with him. And he comes. Right boot strikes it. And I'll tell you what he has. Straight down the middle. No problem at all for Anthony Provost. One from one for him. Strap yourselves in. I think we're in for a cracker here this afternoon. When these two sides met back in round eight at Kirkham Park, it was a comfortable win for Picton that day, who blitzed Camden early, winning by 42 points to 28. A lot has changed for both sides since then. Back in the centre of the halfway line, Camden have gone on their way to lead the competition for the last two and a half months, and Picton, wracked uh, by injuries and unavailabilities, have struggled, but did uh, find winning form at Mittagong last week, coming from 22-4 down to win 34 points to 22. Camden won comfortably enough over uh, Collegians last week by 56 points to 12 at Kirkham Park, so... Both sides taking winning form into this one. Here's big T-Rex Tony Williams down a left-hand corridor. Tackle three from the kickoff set. Tackled on his own 20-metre line now. Provost gets out of dummy half. Throws a couple of dummies. Eventually is wrestled to the ground. Nine short of halfway. Hopkins make the tackle over the top. Williams at dummy half. Across to Willis. Short pass now looking uh, uh, to, to Payne. Looking for Tony, looking for uh, Lachlan Whitehouse up the centre. Stands at the tackle. He's tackled smack bang in the middle of Victoria Park. It's Provost at dummy half. Back it goes to uh, Payne. Goes to the high, high bomb. Eventually well taken comfortably enough by Josh Gilton, the Camden winger. And Gilton comes back and is met and put to the ground 25 metres out from his own goal line in front of his own post. Reagan Gilbert made the tackle. It's worked across to John Ryan, the opening try scorer of the afternoon. May have called him Harrison Foster. The Lakers would have wished it was Harrison Foster. It was definitely John Ryan that scored the opening try. Now here come Camden, rucking it up through Hopkins, and Hopkins is tackled. 12 short of halfway, centre of the park. John Martin at dummy half. Now here's another uh, run ahead this time, Minute. Minute is wrestled to the ground, three short of halfway. Still centre of the park, Provost over the top, making the tackle. Martin at dummy half. Now it goes back to uh, Jackson Willis, gets the clearing kick away, down towards fullback Talia Thafua, and he's knocked the football on. He had a butcher's hook at the chase coming at him, and he had a bit of a look, didn't, didn't concentrate on Picking up the football and he's knocked it on. And that's exactly what Camden were aiming for with that Jackson Willis clearing kick. 
the James Tatilafua error. Here's the scrum opportunity for Camden. They've got a scrum 10 metres out from the Picton goal line on the scrum line, 20 metres in from this uh, eastern touch line, uh, heading towards what uh, would be the northeastern corner of Victoria Park on this gorgeous Sunday afternoon at the back end of winter in the Southern Highlands. So eventually both sides take their time to pack the scrum down and uh, it will be a, a, a Camden loosened feed in the scrum and they win the scrum, they go to the blind side uh, from the scrum and it's uh, still Brown tackled about five and a half metres out from that uh, Picton goal line, short pass, Brad Hopkins up the centre has a go, Hopkins is tackled, two and a half metres out now from that uh, Camden goal line, it's a slow play the ball, back to the open side now, Speechley, Speechley has a go himself, he's dragged to the ground, two metres out, from that uh, Picton Gola next to the post. Short side they come. Here's Big Bailey Dickinson having a go. The defence is there to meet him. They drive Dickinson back about four metres. He's tackled now. Six out from that uh, Picton Gola in front of the post. And there's a penalty. First penalty of the afternoon. Lying down over the tackled player. Penalty goes to Camden. Right in front of the post. Or virtually right in front of the post. About ten metres out. Speechley doesn't want to take the kick for goal. Goes to tap. Gives Dickinson another go. And Big Bailey has a crack at the line. He's tackled. Two metres out from the Picton goal. Under the left-hand side now, Willis steps off the left. Back into traffic, Willis. He's close. He's two and a half metres out from the goal line. Eventually dragged to the ground. Maybe a metre out. Slow play the ball. Martin at dummy half. The long cutout pass. Allowed to bounce by Speechley. Toed ahead by Satini. Referee's got a rule though. A knock-on against Satini. He had hands as well as feet playing at the football, according to the referee. So it's going to be another knock-on. And another scrum to pack down with a Camden loosened feed. Again, 10 metres out, right in front of the posts at that northern end of Victoria Park. So the competition leaders throwing everything by the kitchen sink early doors at this Picton side who are trying to weather the storm. We've got a Camden player receiving attention in trouble in back play. And, uh, it's, uh, and he's going to be coming straight off the ground as well. It looks like uh, it is Brad Hopkins. And he's favouring that left knee, which was heavily strapped uh, before a, a kickoff. And he's uh, gone down, it looks like, on that left knee again. He can hardly put any weight on that left leg. And he's coming straight from the field. So his day has only lasted around 12 minutes, unfortunately, uh, from a captain perspective. And uh, he'll be sorely missed, given his power and size, given that he likes to run on a right-hand attacking fringe. But he's coming straight from the field. And he won't be back this afternoon for uh, Harrison Fox's men. So uh, a, a sad loss, and with the finals round the corner, he may now have to be put on ice for a finals campaign, which uh, will start in a fortnight's time. Yes, it's hard to believe, but the uh, finals series will be covered in full here on MacArthur Sports Radio Extra and the main MacArthur Sports Radio channel. We implore you to uh, go to our Facebook page and go to our uh, other social media handles to work out what we are doing for that final series here on MacArthur Sports uh, Radio and MacArthur Sports Radio Extra. Hopkins has left the field and the scrum is packed and it's won by Camden and it goes to Jackson Willis out wide to Mason Ceruto. Ceruto bumps off one, bumps off a second, straightens the attack, didn't make too much ground. He's eventually put to the ground. 12 metres out from the uh, Picton goal line, just to the left-hand side of the uprights. It's a slow play the ball. Martin hops into dummy half and he's lost it getting up to play it, Mason Ceruto. He can't believe the call from the referee. But he took his time to get up and play at the fullback, and eventually a relieving scrum will go to Picton. They've got the scrum loose and feed 15 metres out from their own goal line in front of their own posts at that uh, northern end of Victoria Park. Six points apiece then 
for uh, Simply WordPress Web Design here in the match of the day. Of course, there are three other key matches this afternoon going on in round 17, the second last round of the West MacArthur first grade competition. We'll run through those at the first appropriate break. But for now, Picton have won the scrum and they're racking it out from inside their own 20. It's now worked across to Lachlan Whitehouse up the centre. And Whitehouse has met and put to the ground 22 metres out from his own goal line in front of his own post. Ben Powell's over the top completing the tackle. Provost of dummy half. Now it's Matt White up the centre. Head down, bullocking run, makes 12 metres. Tackle midway between quarter and half. At his own defensive end. Slow play the ball. Provost dummy half. Now Gilbert up the middle. Good burst. He's going to be playing it now just short of halfway. Dummy half Provost. Takes the time to go out to Dengate. Here's big Tony Williams T-Rex taking the line on down that left-hand fringe. But the defence is equal to the task. 40 out from the Camden goal line. Last tackle. Penalty there goes to Picton. He's got the markers never square. It appeared that uh, Jackson Willis may have played for the penalty by running straight at those markers that were never square. But uh, the penalty has been given. And so uh, it's going to be Picton's opportunity to go and attack. They're not even going to take the kick for touch. They're going to take the tap and get on with it. Lachlan Whitehouse says, give me the ball. I want to run. And so he gets the ball, has his run. He's tackled 20 out from that Camden goal line in front of the pace. Slow play the ball. Provost the dummy half. Worked across to Gilbert. Gilbert short pass to Matt White. Matt White stands, can't offload. He's tackled 15 out from that Camden goal line. Provost the dummy half across to Daniel Payne. Short pass for Tony Williams T-Rex. They uh, muscle him up. Ball it all on him. Steel Brown makes the tackle nine out from the Camden goal line. Dummy half Payne. Short pass now for Billy Carroll. Billy Carroll steps off the right back into traffic. First time he's stepped off any foot for a while. He's tackled 10 out. Provost from dummy half. Has a go himself. Throws a couple of dummies. He's dragged to the ground two metres out from that Picton goal. And in fact, he's more than dragged to the ground. He's held up in goal. He got to the goal line and he actually got in goal to Anthony Provost. Couldn't get the ball down there. There were four defenders there to meet him and hold him up. We go back to the 10 metre line. Last tackle for uh, uh, Picton. Six points apiece. Payne tries to grab a kick in behind the defence. It's picked up there by uh, Willis for Camden, who offloads to Mackalum. And Mackalum will be playing it 10 metres out from his own goal line in front of his own post. It's uh, now worked across uh, towards uh, Josh Kilton coming off a wing to take some a wing to take some pressure off his forwards. He's tackled though, 15 out from his own goal line in front of his own post. Now it's uh, worked across to uh, 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 Hopkins, sorry to uh, Manute, Manute to sorry Tanker Tower, the replacement for Brad Hopkins. He's tackled 25 out from his own goal line as uh, Camden rocking ahead in glorious sunshine here at Victoria Park. 16 minutes gone then on this uh, uh, K-Statewide Solar uh, scoreboard, given the extra facilities are used for uh, that old boys' day. No uh, timepiece officially here this afternoon. Penalty, meantime, goes to Camden for uh, an attempted strip that appeared that the ball was lost by Jackson Willis in the tackle, but the referee said it's a two-man strip, uh, reefing the ball out, and so the relieving penalty goes to Camden, and uh, in the end, it's a raking touch finder from Willis. Finds touch 23 metres out from the uh, Picton goal line. And so, uh, in fact, it looks like hands were uh, applied. Yes, there was a reaching out hand from the uh, Picton winger, uh, Leon Longbottom. And so uh, the scrum, and so the handover will take place under the new rules. Centre of the park for the uh, hand going into touch off Leon Longbottom. It's going to be a Camden play the ball. Centre of the park till 23 out from the Picton goal line. Worked ahead now towards Dickinson up the middle. Big Bailey Dickinson tackled. 19 metres out from the uh, uh, Picton goal and across it comes to Speechley. Steps off the right, steps off the left. 
gets a pass back in traffic back to Town Gatawa. Town Gatawa from a standing start. He's tackled nine metres out from that uh, Picton goal line. Now short pass up the centre. Here comes uh, Ceruto. Ceruto having a charge at the goal line. Ceruto reaches out and he gets the football down. As easy as you like for Camden. Well, that was butter soft defence from Picton. Close to their goal line on replay for uh, uh, F2 Sportswear. Uh, in fact, it was... Uh, uh, it wasn't Tom Chanter that got the football down, but it was easy as you like, uh, carving through uh, the edge defence on that uh, uh, blind side of the ruck. And in the end, it was the easiest of tries. And get a look at uh, who has actually scored that try. It looked like Mason Ceruto from the distance. And that regains the lead for Camden. It's Camden 10, Picton 6 on the uh, Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. And we've gone 17 minutes in the first half. And uh, that sort of goal line defence is something that Jake Tenuto will not uh, tolerate, you would think, given what's at stake here uh, uh, this afternoon. In fact, it was Corey McCallum that scored the try. The chunky centre three-quarter, uh, he got the try uh, 15, 20 metres, in fact, to the right of the uprights. That siding angled run against the grain back to the right-hand blind side. And the Picton defence had no answer for the experienced Corey McAllen. Here's Jackson Willis then to convert the McAllen try. 20 metres to the uh, right of the uprights. He's almost on the scrum line and he's only taken it back to 19 out from the uh, Picton goal line. One from one so far this afternoon. He has one last look at the posts. For a kicker of his calibre, this should be straightforward. And it is. Just uh, sneaks inside the right hand upright. He's got two goals from two attempts. 18 gone first half on the case statewide solar timepiece. 19 minutes, in fact. It's uh, on the Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. Camden 12 leading Picton 6. Uh, two tries to one. Uh, Camden 12, Picton 6. Still, people are making their way in here at Victoria Park, even though we're 20 minutes into the game, uh, trying to find a park here. There are some that are leaving because of uh, their involvement with players in the reserve group, and it's a bumper crowd here on this gorgeous Sunday afternoon. The restart is deep. It's taken by Speechley, who finds Dickinson up the middle, and he's made half good inroads up towards his own 30 on tackle one, and this is how Camden like to roll. Town Gatua follows up with another hit up and makes 12 good metres up the middle. He's playing at midway between quarter and half at his own end. Martin at dummy half. Now it's across to Mackelon, the try scorer. Ducks under a couple. He's almost at halfway on tackle three. This is a perfect set for Harrison Fox's men. Now it's Martin out of dummy half going himself. Stands. Can't offload. He's going to be playing it now. He did make another good 12 metres on that snipe. He's tackled 45 out from the Picton goal line. Last tackle. Uh, it's uh, for Camden to lead 12-6. Now it's the last. I thought he'd put the hand up the referee earlier, but Dickinson makes 10 metres. Tackled 35 out. Now it goes to Willis. On the last, goes to the air. The high, high bomb. Underneath there is Tauti Lafua. He allows it to bounce. That could have bounced anywhere. He had no part wanting to catch that football at all. Tauti Lafua. But eventually the bounce was kind to him. And it crossed the dead ball line. And we come out to the 20-meter line for the optional place kick restart and the seven tackle set. So a lightning fast first 20 minutes has come and gone here at Victoria Park. It's Camden 12 Picked in six for Simply WordPress web design. That time check on the case statewide solar clock. Now, uh, Picton with some hands on the football. Uh, finally, after having to put in some defence, ruck it out from the outside their own 20. It's uh, uh, 
Leon Longbottom getting out of dummy half, taking some pressure off the forwards. Makes nine metres, he's tackled five short of halfway. Now here comes uh, big Billy Carroll again. Stands, offloads in traffic, back to Provost from a standing start. Out wide towards uh, Reagan Gilbert, and Gilbert is going to be asked to play it. 37 metres out from the Camden goal line, centre of the park. Provost dummy half, across to Payne, takes the line on. But Talgatoa's got him. 27 out from the Camden goal line. That's tackle th three in this set. It's back across towards Provost acting at 5-8. He goes out wide towards uh, Reagan Gilbert standing wide. He can't offload though. He's tackled 21 out from that Camden goal line. It was That was the, the, uh, the fourth tackle previously. Now at the last for Picton who are down 12-6. Across it goes to uh, Dengate. The high, high bomb. It uh, comes off the hands of Matt White. Play on. Still a Picton ball. Back to Billy Carroll. What's he doing with it on the last? Gets a flick pass out the back. Tony Williams picks it up. He in turn off leads to Harrison Foster. Has to go back. The pass wasn't great. It's been knocked on though by uh, Tony Satini. Double knock on by Corey McCallum, his opposite number. And eventually it's going to be a handover for the Satini knock on. Well, that was a very poor last tackle option on replay for F2 Sportswear for Picton. It was just a flick pass out the back from Billy Cowell. There wasn't a lot of organisation, not a lot of talk. And eventually Tony Williams tried to flick pass out the back. A miracle Hail Mary ball. And Tony Satini didn't know it was coming, knocked it on. So Camden coming away with that turnover through uh, uh, Steele Brown. He's up to halfway and Steele Brown has been put to the ground on that mark. From dummy half, it's Martin to the left-hand attacking open site. They come to Minute. Pass goes out the back. Looking towards John Ryan, who's already got a try this afternoon. Beats one, beats two, beats three. John Ryan, the one on the west with the headgear. Great run, the winger. He's tackled now about 21 metres out. From the Picton goal and open side to Jackson Willis. Out the back to Speechley. The long cutout pass to Mackelum. He's got one try this afternoon. Almost got another. Ankle tap from behind by Satini. That was, uh, uh, and he's gone down in the tackle as well, Corey Mackelum. Referee has stopped the clock and Mackelum is not well at all. Trainers rushing out towards him. He just seemed to fall awkwardly in the tackle. There was nothing wrong or malicious in the tackle at all uh, from Tony Satini. But Mackelum fell very awkwardly and uh, has gone down in the tackle and referee has stopped the clock. And having a look at him now, it's the the right leg, the lower right leg, which is the problem for uh, Corey Mackelum. He is uh, uh, receiving attention. So whilst he receives attention, let's go around the grounds now for uh, uh, F2 Sportswear and check on those scores uh, uh, in the other games, the other uh, first grade games that are... Uh, uh, on this afternoon in the uh, West MacArthur First Grade Premiership. We can tell you that it's Thirlmere 4 leading the Oaks nil at Thirlmere Sports Ground and Oakdale 6 leading Campbelltown City Kangaroos nil at Fullwood Reserve. East Campbelltown 12 leading Collegians 4 at Bradbury. Eventually, Macklin has got to his feet after treatment and play has resumed with Picton from the uh, last tackle turnover rucking it out and getting a penalty for a strip, a two-man strip. 10 metres short of halfway, their own attacking side. As you can imagine, given how uh, tight the scores are, uh, the statistics for um, uh, style signs are also pretty tight. Penalties 2-all, scrums 3-2 to Camden. Penalty finds touch on halfway and picked it racket ahead this time through uh, uh, big Mike Warren. See his first touch off the interchange bench. He's tackled 42 out from that uh, Camden gun. And they go to the right-hand side and they go through hands out wide to Harrison Foster. Foster beats one and two, but the last pass is ruled forward inside to Ephraim Morgan. In fact, he's also gone into touch to Harrison Foster. 
Tried to get on the outside of his fellow speedster, John Ryan, down that flank. That has been a battle royale so far this afternoon. Ryan has the uh, has the honours with the opening try of the contest inside two minutes, but uh, that time Harrison Foster showed that he's no slouch. Sorry, uh, Leon Blonde Bottom, I should say, showed he's no slouch, and uh, he's a force to be reckoned with if given space to move. But John Ryan showed in the sideline that Leon Lombottom on replay for F2 Sportswear, and he did enough to go into touch. So from the restart set, it's Town Gatoa for Camden. Charging ahead, he's going to be playing it now. Midway between quarter and half at his own end. Martin Dummy Half. Dickinson to get up the centre. He's been in uh, uh, the man to take on this Picton pack almost single-handedly on his own in these first 25 minutes. He's tackled five short of halfway. Martin at Dummy Half. It's worked across now to Ben Powers up the centre for, for Camden. And Powers crosses halfway. He's tackled 48 out from that Picton goal line. From dummy half, it's Martin. Short pass. Now Ceruto injecting himself into the back line. And Ceruto with a good run. 15 metres is tackled. 35 out from the Picton goal line. That's tackle four across to Jackson Willis. He goes to the air. Another high bomb. This is another tester for Tatilafua. He doesn't want any bar of it. The ball bounces. And the, luckily it bounced into touch. Well, James Tautiliafua has no bar and wants nothing to do with the high midfield bomb at all. That is the third time he has allowed a high bomb to bounce. And that time, uh, again, fortuitously bounced just in the touch. But he wouldn't want to be doing that and rolling the dice all too often on replay for F2 Sportswear and Style signs. It may bounce the other way to a, a Camden chaser. And that could be all sorts of problems. You've got uh, Willis down in back play, though, for, uh, 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 for for Camden. He did cop a bit of a knock after he put up that high bomb that uh, Tautila Fua didn't want to have a bar of. He's uh, to his feet uh, now gingerly. He's in the hands of a trainer and uh, still receiving attention in back play. Uh, given they've already lost uh, Brad Hopkins with that knee injury, he's another key player they don't want to lose. He's back to his feet eventually. He tells the trainer he's okay, but that... Uh, Right uh, shoulder looks, oh, sorry, the left shoulder, that left neck area looks to be a, it's pretty stiff. Stiff as a sailboard. So, uh, Camden, uh, Picton may want to run at him in the next couple of sets of six and put some pressure on that left shoulder. They've got the turnover and it's been played by Mike Warrensey and they go out wide to the left-hand side. Uh, on tackle two from the turnover set towards uh, Ephraim Morgan and Morgan's going to be playing it now. 15 out from his own goal line in front of his own posts. Now here's a, a, a work ahead for run from Matt White. White's going to be playing outside his 20. That 27 out of his own goal line in front of his own posts. Provost coming up blindside to Tony Williams. Stands in the tackle, off, tries to offload, but three of them, led by Bailey Dickinson, making it his personal mission to put Williams to the ground. Five short of halfway. Now it's worked across towards big Trent Callaghan. Leach first touch off the interchange bench. He makes it to halfway. Tackle made over the top there by Minute. Open sight, they come now towards Payne. Payne runs at the line, takes the line on. But Dickinson's there again over the top to complete the tackle. 42 out from the Camden goal line. Last tackle for Picton, who are down 12-6. It's worked across back towards Dengate. He says, let's go to the air. Tries a spiral bomb, which has turned out to be a bit of a mongrel. It's been knocked on at the, at the back by Galton. Galton picked up there by Satini for... Uh, uh, Picton, referee's going to rule the uh, a double knock on. He's ruled that Satini uh, didn't quite get his hands on the football after Gilton lost it. And so the double knock on, so that's the first high ball into this setting sun uh, that uh, has tested uh, the Camden back, to, back to the brigade. 
and Galton, running back with the flight of the ball, tried to catch it, knocked it on, and so uh, it's going to be a scrum to pack down with a picked and loosened feed for the double knock-on. Satini wasn't able to pick it up on replay for F2 Sportswear and Style signs. And so here's Picton's opportunity. They've had a few chances after, they went, after they've gone behind twice in this match so far. They haven't taken their opportunities. Their attack has been clunky at, at best late in the tackle count. They've got an opportunity here with this scrum win. They go blindside to Harrison Foster. Foster breaks in the scrum, as does uh, Speechley running across quickly to cover. Makes the tackle eight out from the Camden goal line. Here's big Mike Warrensey charging ahead. Warrensey's tackled. Two and a half out. From the Camden goal line, 15 and Eastern touch. Provost to dummy half. Across it comes to Payne. Long pass to, to uh, uh, Tauti Lafua into the back line. Tauti Lafua gets on the outside of one and two. Steps back in traffic. Tauti Lafua still going. Tauti Lafua for the goal line. He's almost there. He's pushed back. He's playing it two and a half metres out from the Camden goal line. Back to the open side. They come now towards uh, 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 Gilbert again. He's tackled two out. From the Camden goal line. Here they are again. They've, uh, not for the first time this afternoon. Provost goes himself from dummy half. The door closes quickly on him. He's tackled a metre out from the goal line. Last tackle for Picton. Down 12-6. Dengate. Long pass for Payne. Gets out of one and two. Comes back against the grain. Attempts a kick. He's knocked the football on. It's gone forward. It's picked up by Camden. No. And uh, penalty now goes to Camden. He's got... Uh, uh, the What's he got here? The referee. Yes, he's got the chasers. All in front of the kicker, so he's ruled that uh, 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 Dengate did get his uh, foot to the football, even if it was with the knee or the thigh or the lower shin, which uh, you can get to contact with and it's deemed to be a kick. And he had, uh, ha having gone so far back to take that pass, almost his entire chasing brigade was in front of him playing at the football. So the penalty is uh, given away and Camden fine touch, 35 metres out from their own goal line. Last 10 minutes of the first half. On the case statewide solar timepiece, it's uh, Camden 12, Picton 6 for uh, Sports Simply WordPress web design as Camden ruck it up over halfway. Tackle 2 on the penalty set and it's uh, uh, going to be uh, Danny Fualala who's going to be playing it 45 out from the Picton goal. And back to Taungatua. Taungatua straightens the attack. Met and put to the ground, 42 out in the tackle of Warrensey from the Picton goal line. Back to Dickinson up the middle, and Dickinson head down, backside up, makes another 8 or 10 metre charge. He's tackled 32 metres out from that uh, uh, Picton goal line. Now to Speechley, short pass, Taungatoa again, can't get the pass away. He's met and put to the ground, 30 out, making 28 out from that uh, Picton goal line. Last tackle for Camden, elite 12-6 Speechley. Stab kick in for the corner. Harrison Foster is back there, trying to tidy up. And eventually he gets out into the field of play. He does well, Harrison Foster. And we're playing it two metres out from his own goal line. Last 10 minutes then of the first half. 12 points to six in favour of the, uh, Camden over Picton and Forrest and Foster. She gets a short pass from Tony Satini down the left-hand corridor. Makes 25 good metres. And he in turn is backed up by Steele, Brett, by uh, Ephraim Morgan, who loses the football. It's picked up out wide by... Uh, uh, Danny Fualalo, who links up out wide with centre three-quarter steel Brown. And Brown is put to the ground. 32 out from the uh, Picton goal line. There's a penalty, though, coming for a high tackle over the top. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Matt White, the man penalised. The old boys in the grandstand here at Victoria Park. Not too happy with that decision of the high tackle against, against uh, uh, Matt White. But the penalty goes to Camden. 33 metres out from the Picton goal line. 
and uh, they don't offer to take the kick. They don't even take the kick for touch. They take the tap and says, let's get on with it. David Benute from the tap makes his 10-metre measure. He's tackled 23 out from that Picton goal line. Back to the uh, block, open side. Ben Powers, head down, backside up, is tackled. Throws a pass out the back of Hail Mary. Picked up by Dickinson from a standing start. Dickinson's almost through. He's dragged to the ground from behind. Five metres out from that Picton goal line. Now the, the pass is a shocker from Dummy Half Martin out the back. It goes towards Pat Dumont. First touch off the interchange bench. Dumont, the young uh, will of the wisp block forward tackled. Oh, sorry, 5-8 tackled. 10 out from the goal line. Now it's across to John Ryan. Ryan goes for the corner. Ryan's got the football down for his second try of the first half. As easy as you like, the Camden winger. John Ryan had a go at the goal line. He saw that the markers weren't exactly square on replay for F2 Sportswear. And he's got himself a first half double. The will of the West Winger. Half a metre in from the left-hand corner post. And that's just what Picton didn't want. Camden would be delighted with that. Some of the players were whooping it up after uh, Ryan scored that uh, try in the corner. And on replay for F2 Sportswear and Style Sides, there wasn't much on uh, uh, on that play. It was out uh, wide, a, a straightforward pass from Steele Brown to John Ryan. And uh, Ryan uh, saw that the markers were backtracking, not exactly square. He saw that Leon Lombottom wasn't covering up. And he had a, a burrowing run at the goal line and has come out the other side to score his second try. Picton 16 now. Uh, sorry, Camden 16, Picton 6 to simply WordPress web design. And inside the last five minutes of the first half on the case statewide solar timepiece, that is absolute gold for the competition leaders. And so it's now going to be Jackson Willis to convert John Ryan's second try of the afternoon. A first half double for the uh, uh, Will of the Wisp winger. Two from two so far for Jackson Willis. This is his most difficult kick of the afternoon. He's uh, nine metres in from the Western Touch and he's taken it back to 29 metres out from the Picton goal line, kicking towards that northern end. A few clouds now starting to come across uh, here at Victoria Park on this late Sunday afternoon as Willis. And he comes. Right boot strikes. It looks all right off the boot to me. Touch judges like it. Flags go up. Three from three for Jackson Willis. And uh, on the Simply WordPress web design scoreboard, all the work to do now for Picton. Their semi-final hopes could be flashing before their eyes, I'm afraid, here. Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. It's now Camden 18, leading Picton 6. Let's go around the grounds then for uh, style signs and F2 Sportswear and let you know what's happening in the other games, all having a bearing on this Sunday afternoon. Firstly, it's still East Campbelltown 12, leading Collegians 4 at Bradbury. It's uh, still uh, at Fullwood Reserve. Now Campbelltown City Kangaroos 10, Oakdale 6. Kangaroos 10, Oakdale 6. And at Thelmere, it's uh, now Thelmere 18, the Oaks 4. Thelmere 18, the Oaks 4. So those results play into Picton's hands if they stay as they are. Mind you, they would need to uh, do some improving themselves and not rely on results elsewhere. Camden, rack it out. From the restart set towards halfway, Town Gatawa, who's had a grand game since he's come on. Here's a pass, intercepted for Picton, and it's intercepted by the, uh, uh, there was a Tony, by uh, Ephraim Morgan. Has he got the football down? No, great cover defensive behind. Uh, is he, has he been brought to the ground? Ruffy's going to rule the try, though. 
I thought he may have, uh, Brad Speech, he may have completed the cover defence, uh, cover defensive tackle from behind. But the long cutout pass from Leon Longbottom, who took the intercept, Brad Speechley, uh, in gallant cover defence, came across on Leon Longbottom, who snaffled the intercept. He had to take the intercept from that uh, Jackson Willem pass because he was outnumbered four to one on replay for F2 Sportswear down his right-hand corridor. But he took the odds, snaffled the intercept, and he's dashed 45 metres to roll over in Brad Speechley's tackle to score the replying try, and that's been at least... Picton's come back each time they've conceded a try. They've come back within two minutes and replied. The Leon Lombottom uh, intercept gets them back in the contest. It's now Camden 18, Picton 10 kick to come. Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. And we've got two and a half minutes to go before half time on the case statewide solar timepiece. Not quite sure whether that pass was on. Willis threw the long cutout pass, but it did loop up nicely for Lombottom, who took the odds to the intercept. He just got there, though. Speechley, of all people, came across in cover defence and almost made the cover defensive tackle. But to no avail, it was a close-run thing. The referee was caught out of position, but his touch judge wasn't. And he gave the referee the nod that Longbottom just got the football down. And the uh, old boys whooped it up, you could hear in the distance, on that western side in the western grandstand, taken by the 1966 and 1987 First grade winners, of course, the 66 Clayton Cup winners for the best country team at New South Wales at that time. Enjoying their uh, the fruits of their labour and enjoying Old Boys Day here this afternoon. So here's the conversion of the uh, Leon Longbottom try. Five metres in, Western Tats, 25 out. It's up in the air, but it's out to the left-hand side and just falls short of the upright. We're right on the stroke of half-time. Two and a half minutes to go is the official now word uh, from halftime. Case statewide solar timepiece. And it is now Camden 18, Picton 10. Camden 18, Picton 10. And it's now uh, one goal from uh, uh, two attempts for, uh, uh, for the kicker, Steve Dengate. Restart is deep from Mason Ceruto. It's going to go almost out on the fall, I would have thought. No, it's taken... Uh, by uh, uh, Lali Afua, who then dishes off towards uh, uh, Reagan Gilbert, and Gilbert's going to be playing it 20 metres out from his own goal line. Tony Satini takes a hit up now for the Magpies, and Satini's going to be asked to play it on his own 20 metre line. Now it's worked ahead with a good solid burst, this time from uh, uh, Callaghan Leach, and Callaghan Leach will be playing it nine short of halfway. Gets the penalty as well through an attempted strip, and so here's uh, Picton's opportunity to work their way. Uh, back into this contest, they get their third penalty of the afternoon. Penalties are three apiece. Scrums are uh, still 3-2 to Camden. The penalty is a shocker. It doesn't find touch. It's taken there by Josh Gilton, who tries to take on Harrison Foster. Foster's equal to the task in defence and pushes Gilton over the sideline. So it's going to be a handover now for the lost football over the touchline. It's going to be a Picton football. Mike Warrensey is very quick to get his hands on the football. Says, give me the ball. He plays it quickly to Josh Martin, and it's now Callaghan Leach again. So is the tide turning quietly for Picton late in this first half? Another try before halftime, and it's right in the melting pot here. It's Dengate shows a, a, goes and pops a short pass now towards uh, Matt White. White's tackle, 25 metres out from the Camden goal line. Back up the centre, Reagan Gilbert, head down backside up with a burst. Gilbert makes 10 good metres. 
He's tackled 15 out from the Camden goal line in front of the post. It's Provost the dummy half. And the ball's been lost getting up to play the football. A short little knock-on from Rankin Gilbert. Couldn't quite hang on to the football. And Jake Toledo, the Picton coach, will be spinning chips at that. It was uh, Picton's best passage of play in this entire match the last five minutes. The intercept tried to lay on Longbottom. The, uh, the earnest work in defence to get the turnover when Josh Gilton's penalty attempt went, uh, or attempted penalty catch uh, went into touch. And that is an absolute coach killer. That uh, lost ball by Reagan Gilbert at the, at the rack. Let's cabbed it off the hook. And they've got the scrum feed 15 out from their own goal line in front of their own post. They win the scrum and it goes out wide towards Corey McAllum as the siren goes in the background for half time. And the match of the day here at Victoria Park at Camden has delivered on what it promised so far on Old Boys Day in this first half. This match still well and truly right up for grabs uh, as we reach half time on MacArthur Sports Radio Extra's coverage of this round 17 uh, match of the day. And at half time, it is Camden 18 leading Picton 10, scoring three tries to two, a double to John Ryan in the first half. In the second and 35th minutes, uh, Corey Macklin got the other try in the 17th minute, and Jackson Willis has kicked three goals from three attempts. Four uh, Picton, their two try scorers, Tony Satini in the seventh minute, and Leon Longbottom, the uh, intercept try in the... Uh, in the, in the 30th minute, and uh, it's one goal from two attempts for Daniel Payne. The uh, scrums are uh, uh, four apiece, and the penalties are three apiece. You can't get it much tighter than that uh, on statistics for Style Signs and F2 Sportswear. Let's go around the grounds then for Style Signs and F2 Sportswear. Check those scores at the other games, the other first grade games going on this afternoon at Thirlmere. It's still Thirlmere 18, the Oaks 4. Critical game for both sides there. At Fullwood Reserve, it's Campbelltown City 10, Oakdale 6. Critical game for both sides there in the uh, context of the top five. And it's East Campbelltown 30. They've gone crash, bang, wallop. Three tries late in the first half, putting Campbelltown Collegians to the sword. Four. East Campbelltown 30, Campbelltown Collegians 4 at Bradbury Oval. Halftime then here at Victoria Park on Old Boys Day, parked at the old scoreboard, which was probably around in 1966 when the Clayton Cup side of kids won not only the Group 6 then competition, but also the Clayton Cup as the champions of country rugby league in New South Wales. It's all to play for in the second half here. It's 18 points to 10 on the uh, Simply WordPress web design scoreboard here on MacArthur Sports Radio Extra. It's Camden 18, Picton 10. We'll be back with the second half right after this. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. 
Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deal for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team. If you're a small and to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deal for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team if you're and discuss a your situation. Looking to realise your financial services, if you need to get your uniforms in order for the next season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered, and we can do business wear as well. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smaller squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe. With quick turnarounds on orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. Case Statewide Solar have been providing solar and battery solutions for local homes and businesses since 2008. They can install solar panels to maximise your output from home or work and have managed installations up to 420 kilowatts. See the team at Case Statewide Solar in their new store at Shop 2, 16 Argyle Street, Camden or call them today for more information on 1300 551 239. Case Statewide Solar are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deals for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team and discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors and MacArthur Sports Radio. If you need to get your uniforms in order for the next season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered, and we can do business wear as well. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smaller squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe, with quick turnarounds on orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. If you need to get your uniforms in order for the new season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered and can do business wear as well for that new corporate look. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smallest squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe with quick turnarounds and orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. MacArthur Sports
Yes, indeed. Welcome back to Victoria Park at uh, Picton. Uh, both sides have just taken the field now for the start of the second half. In fact, Camden were out there very early. Their uh, coach, Harrison Fox, probably didn't have too much to say from He said, more of the same, gentlemen, please. And uh, make sure that we hang on to the football and get through our sets and keep our defence uh, tight. And that was it. Picton, on the other hand, Jake Toledo, Took that extra couple of minutes to keep Camden waiting. Rev the side up for one extra bit of effort in these second half, given that what's at stake. Mike Warrensey starts the second half, and he's copped a huge hit from David Minute and uh, Bailey Dickinson. I'm not too sure whether there was a, a shoulder charge in it or not, and there wasn't. Uh, didn't appear to be much arms coming around to complete the tackle, but was allowed to let go by the referee to start the second half. Uh, it's... Uh, Picton with the first set of six of the second half uh, running towards the scoreboard end. They are defending uh, the uh, uh, they are defending the uh, Southern or uh, Highlands end of the ground in the second half in their uh, black with uh, white strip trim and piping. Camden in their tricolours uh, of uh, navy blue, red and white Vs, navy blue shorts and uh, red and white trim defending the sea at what would be the scoreboard end if it's working but they're defending the township end, the Camden end of the ground in the second half. Both sides have made, uh, have got through their opening set of six and have come up with errors on uh, both counts. Uh, firstly, the, uh, the clearing kick was uh, uh, was not the best from Stephen Dengate at the end of the first set of six. And in turn, uh, Steele Brown has dropped the football for Camden, rucking it out on tackle two. So here come Picton. Deep inside Camden's 20 at the start of the second half. Across it comes towards Daniel Payne. He uh, tries to link up there with Satini down the right-hand corridor. Satini's lost the football, trying to get a miracle pass out the back in the, in the tackle to Ephraim Morgan. And Camden pick up the football and will ruck it out from inside their own 20. And the uh, scoreboard shows us for uh, uh, simply WordPress uh, web design that it is Camden 18 leading uh, Picton 10 as we get stuck into this second half, only two and a half minutes in on the uh, Case Statewide Solar timepiece. Still a big crowd in, uh, very much heavily invested in this contest as Tangatoa has had a grand game for Camden after he was uh, asked to take the field in the, and replace uh, Brad Hopkins inside the first 10 minutes when Hopkins left the injury, uh, came a, a cropper again as Josh Gilton gets out of dummy hub with a superb 25 metre spurt. It goes across then towards uh, 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 Brack Dupont, who puts the clearing kick away, down towards James Tauti Lafoa. Doesn't mind the ball being grubbed along the ground. He's not too happy with the ball in the air, though. He takes the grubber kick and is tackled 10 metres out from his own goal line in front of his own posts. At the start of this second half, sunshine has come back out beautifully here on this gorgeous late to Sunday afternoon in the middle of, in the, the back end of winter in the Highlands, Harrison Foster who had his moments in the first half for Picton uh, with the uh, blonde locks, the bleached blonde sky bottle blonde hair uh, takes it towards his own 25-metre line and is put to the ground in the tackle. The next one up is carted ahead by Steele, by Ephraim Morgan for Picton. He's tackled midway between quarter and half at his own end. The referee's going to stop the clock, though. There's a Camden player down who made the tackle in all sorts of pain, and he's, uh, it's the right leg or the right ankle that is the problem, and trainers are rushing out immediately to this Camden player's attention. The lights have come on here at Victoria Park, here at, uh, at Camden for the for this second half. And the, the clock has been stopped after four minutes uh, on MacArthur Sports Radio Extra on Facebook 
on uh, the rest of the social media handles as well. That gives us enough time whilst this uh, Camden player has been injured to quickly uh, run through the scores uh, around the grounds again. We go around the grounds for uh, style signs and for uh, and for F2 Sportswear. And we just uh, 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 bring up those uh, uh, those scores now. I'm just taking the forever to come to hand. Yes, it's East Campbelltown 30, Campbelltown Collegians 4. East Campbelltown 30, Campbelltown Collegians 4. Uh, in the other big game at uh, Fullwood, it's still Campbelltown City 10, Oakdale 6. Campbelltown City 10, uh, Oakdale uh, 6. And uh, in the big one at uh, Thurlmere, it's uh, now Thurlmere extending their lead. Thurlmere 22, the Oaks 4. Thurlmere 22, the Oaks 4. And uh, this, Cam this Camden player is in an awful, awful agony. It's Ben Powers, in fact, the lock forward. And he, he in fact, he's been carried off in uh, stretcher style in the hands of two trainers. And uh, his right leg is in all sorts of brother. He cannot put any weight on it at all, uh, Ben Powers. That's a second tragic injury for Camden this afternoon. Remember, they lost Brad Hopkins inside the first 10 minutes when his left knee went bung on him. And now Ben Powers being carried from the field uh, in the hands of two trainers and he can hardly walk on the right leg. It was just an innocuous tackle. It looks like the right ankle may have uh, twisted badly and that's going to be real problems for Ben Powers with the finals just around the corner. The rest of his afternoon is done. And so that brings Tom Chanter onto the field for Camden now to take his place for the last 35 and a half minutes or so. It goes back to Stu, uh, Steve Dengate with the clearing kick for uh, Picton. Goes down the throat of the two-try man, John Ryan, who takes it comfortably five metres out from his own goal line. And he's got five defenders, five Picton defenders, waiting to meet him, putting him to the ground 25 metres out from his own goal line. It's now worked across uh, for uh, Camden towards uh, uh, Steele Brown again. He's going to be playing at 28 metres out from his own goal line in front of his own post. Now Martin, and now it's uh, Josh Gulton out of dummy half, the bulky winger taking some pressure off his forwards. He's going to be asked to play it. Let's have a look here. 12 short of halfway, just to the right of centre field. Martin at dummy half. Now it's worked across to Manute, the workaholic back runner. Almost through Manute. Flick pass out the back. Referee's got a rule and attempted to high tackle, in fact, on Manute, who didn't like the treatment coming in over the top from, uh, it looked like uh, Billy Carroll that tried to make the tackle. It did creep high. There's also a two-man strip uh, signal as well. Originally, it was ruled high by the referee, and then the two-man strip came in. As the penalty finds touch for Camden, 40 metres out from the Picton goal line. It's uh, Camden 18, Picton 10 on the uh, Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. Six gone, second half, case statewide solar timepiece. First try of this second half, you would think will be absolutely critical here, no matter who scores it. As we wait for the ball to come back, there aren't too many ball boys uh, in attendance. Uh, the ball is eventually thrown back onto the field. It may have made its way into the toilets next to the uh, the grandstand. If that's the case, you won't see it back for the rest of the day. Tanga Tower charging ahead from the tap. That's a great run. 15 metres up to the uh, Picton 20. He goes. He's tackled five in from the Western from the Western touch. Back to the open side. They come now. It's John Martin as a bullocking second rower taking a hit up, straightening the attack. He's tackled 18 out from that uh, 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 goal line, from the Picton goal line. And the referee says you haven't taken it from the correct blade of grass. So we'll play the take two of the play the ball, please. Here's Bailey Dickinson now with the hit up. Charging ahead as he did for a number of big hit ups in the first half. He's tackled now. Let's have a look. 15 out from that uh, Picton goal line. Blindside they come. 
back uh, through the hands of uh, uh, DuPont to Tom Chanter. So DuPont again. DuPont's tackled seven metres out from the Picton goal line. Chanter at dummy half across mm. the Tanga Tower. Out wide towards uh, uh, Brad Speechley. Through the hands they go now. Uh, towards Manute standing. Manute close to the goal line. Can he get the football down? All hands on deck for Picton. Five defenders stand him up. Half a metre from the goal line. Last tackle for Camden who lead 18-10. Short pass out the back looking towards uh, Fualalo who burrows to the goal line. He can't quite get there. Desperate defence from Picton. Saves the day. Satini was there. Dengate was there. And uh, Gilbert was there to hang on for dear life for a Picton and save the day and they now try and ruck it out from inside their own 20 metre area knowing what is at stake. Uh, their semi-final hopes, remember Picton, on the line here this afternoon, possibly depending on results elsewhere. We'll keep you posted with those as they ruck it out from their own 20 the Magpies on their old boys day. It's worked up towards uh, Steel Brown and there's a penalty Marcus Never Square says the referee, first penalty of the second half goes to Picton penalty's now 4-3 to Picton, scrums are four apiece. Those statistics for Style Science and F2 Sportswear as uh, the penalty goes to Picton th on their own 30 metre line, centre of the park. Here comes the touch finder, straight towards us in our commentary position. Finds touch, five short of halfway on the eastern side of the field. It's Ephraim uh, uh, Morgan with the tap, and now it's not taken from the collect brain of grass. Now we've got two footballs on the field, so we'll get rid of the second football, please, and now we'll try again for take two. Ephraim Morgan with the tap. It's now worked across through Reagan Gilbert. And up the centre they come now. Satini takes the first hit up. He's going to be playing it now. 48 metres out from that Camden goal line. 20 in Eastern touch. Back to the open side they come now through Payne. And Payne charges ahead this time towards Matt White. Matt White is tackled now. 27 metres out from the Camden goal line. In front of the post. You almost get the feeling Picton have to be the first team to score at the start of this second half. Big Billy Carroll up the centre. Uh, Mr Security Guard himself. Rumbles up to the defences, dragged to the ground. 25 metres out from that uh, uh, Camden goal line. Blindside they operate now. Through a uh, uh, pain. Pain's almost through. Dragged to the ground from behind. 10 out now from that Camden goal line. Uh, back to the open side they come now. Through Dengate. Cut out pass. Through the hands. Morgan. Morgan for the corner. Can he get the football down? Yes, he can. Afraid Morgan scores. Five metres in from the right-hand corner post. And now it's game on here at Victoria Park. Picton get the first try in the second half. Pass out wide through the hands against the backpedalling defence on replay for F2 Sportswear and Style Sides. And Ephraim Morgan got on the outside of Steel Brown to score five metres in from the right-hand corner post. Great start to the second half for the home side on their old boys' day. It's now Camden 18, Picton 14, kick to come. On the uh, Simply WordPress web design scoreboard, 10 minutes gone, second half, case statewide solar timepiece. And that was the, the the most fluent backline attack I think we've seen Picton put together all afternoon. They did threaten late in the first half, but that time was what they can produce. And Morgan gets the try five metres in from that uh, right-hand corner post. So now it's going to be the critical conversion from wide out on this... Uh, eastern side of the field uh, of the uh, of the try from, in fact, Anthony Provost who has one goal from two attempts. I did say it was Daniel Payne early, but it was Anthony Provost who uh, missed the second attempted goal just before uh, 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 of the Leon Lombottom intercept try. 
but he's uh, taken it back, Provost, the uh, Picton skipper, to 23 metres out from the Camden goal line and nine metres in from this broadcast, Eastern Touch. Oh, not the correct side for a right-foot kicker, but a kicker of his calibre and experience and class can certainly make up for that with accuracy. So Provost, one from two so far for him. One last look at the posts. And he comes now. You can hear a pin drop here as he lines up the kick. He strikes it and he's hooked it out to the left-hand side. No goal, no change to the score. One from three for Anthony Provost. And the goal kicking is now the difference as we reach the 10-minute mark of the second half in this match of the day, this round 17 match of the day here at Victoria Park at Magpie Mansion for Case Statewide Solar. 10 gone second half. Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. It's now Camden 18, Picton 14. Let's go around the grounds then and keep up with those scores for F2 Sportswear and style signs in those other critical uh, first grade games this afternoon. All have a bearing on the final five makeup, particularly at uh, Thirlmere. It is uh, having a look uh, uh, there. Score the, uh, the, the details taking their time to come through. Now they're through. Still Thirlmere 22, the Oaks 4. Thirlmere 22, the Oaks 4. So uh, at this stage, it's still the Oaks and Picton in equal fifth on the uh, on the live ladder. At uh, uh, Bradbury, it's a one-way traffic there. Um, at uh, at uh, Bradbury, one-way traffic there. Just waiting for that score to tick over. It's now East Campbelltown 40, Collegians 4. East Campbelltown 40, uh, uh, Collegians 4. And uh, in the match at, uh, uh, at Fullwood... Just bringing up the score of the uh, of the match at forward, which is which is taking its time uh, to come through. Um, just checking that score at uh, uh, forward. It is um, in the match between Campbelltown City Kangaroos and uh, Oakdale uh, uh, Workers. It's now Campbelltown City Kangaroos 16, Oakdale 10. Campbelltown City Kangaroos 16, Oakdale 10. Back here at Victoria Park, it's Camden 18, Picton 14. Cam, uh, Picton got through their first set of six from the restart, got the clearing kick away, and now it's Camden rucking it ahead through uh, winger uh, Josh Gilton taking the pressure off the forwards. He crosses halfway. He's put to the ground 45 metres out from the Picton gun and across to Speechley it goes. Short pass for uh, Tom Chad, who's probably Pat Dupont, smashed to the ground in the tackle by Warrensey, 45 out from that Picton goal line. Another pass has gone forward, I would have thought, from Speechley out it from Martin at dummy half to Speechley, but the referee has stepped in and has ruled out the markers were never square. The Picton markers were never square, so Camden get the penalty. That uh, penalty didn't go down too well with uh, not only the uh, uh, the, Camden, the the Picton skipper, Anthony Provost, but the Picton old boys on that western side of the field in the main grandstand. Now, uh, the, the referee now calls both captains out, Provost and... Uh, it uh, looks like uh, Brad Speechley, and he says, listen, just just try and cool it, gentlemen, because uh, the match has been played hard, tough, but fair, and in good spirit so far. But for the last 27 and a half minutes, let's keep it that way and not let things bubble over the top. As the penalty finds touch after the general caution is given, 26 out from that Picton goal, and here's Town Katoa again. What a game he's had. 
Remember, he came on after 10 minutes when Brad Hopkins broke down with his left knee injury. It's worked across now through the centre, Manute, who's been a willing worker for Camden as well. He's going to play it 10 metres out from the Picton goal line in front of the post. Here's Dickinson, short pass out the back uh, towards uh, uh, Manute again on the wraparound. Manute's tackled two metres out from the Picton goal line. Chanter hops into dummy half, the replacement hooker. Slow play the ball across to Dickinson standing at 5-8 again. Dickinson has a go at the goal line. He's dragged to the ground, half a metre from the goal line. Next to the left hand upright. All hands on deck for Picton here. Blindside they come now towards Ceruto. Ceruto stands. He can't offload. He's wrestled to the ground, five out from the Picton goal line. Last tackle for Camden, who lead 18-14. Speechly, stab kick into the in goal area. A well read like a book this time by Tati Lafua. And he releases uh, uh, Satinian Lombottom and Foster. Foster's away down that left hand corridor. Foster, great run. He's tackled. Eventually from behind by his opposite number, John Ryan on halfway. Great counter-attack. He come picked it on the surge now. Drew Reagan, Gilbert. Gilbert out the back towards uh, Leon Longbottom on the opposite wing. Spreading it from one side to the other. And the penalty's now given to Picton as well for a man taken out, not in possession of the football after he was passed. And it looked like it was the uh, Reagan Gilbert who threw the pass. Copped one high after he threw the pass to Leon Longbottom. That's been picked up by the referee. The penalty has gone to Picton for the late tackle, the obstruction play. And uh, in the meantime, Brad Speechley's gone down on his back in back play receiving attention in the hands of a trainer. So that could be another factor in these last 27 and a half or 25 and a half minutes of play. 14 and a half gone second half on the uh, Case Statewide Solar Timepiece scoreboard for Simply WordPress Web Design. Camden 18, Picton 14. Speechley is still down on his haunches in back play after uh, uh, Gilbert has got up from receiving attention and the penalty goes to Picton. 33 metres out from the Camden goal line, 10 in from this uh, broadcast Eastern touch. They don't off for the touch line, they take the tap and it's carted ahead by big Billy Carroll. Carroll's beats one, Carroll beats two for Picton. He's still going, Billy Carroll stands at the tackle. Card offload, he's going to be asked to play it. Seven metres out from the Camden goal line. Provost at dummy half, across it comes towards Matt White. White goes himself, does the door close? White, he's close. Can he get there? No. He's dragged to the ground, half a metre from the goal line. 15 to the left of the posts. It worked across now towards Callaghan Leach from a standing start. Callaghan Leach has a go. He's two metres out from the Camden goal line. Still right in front of the posts at the town end of the ground. Down to the right-hand side, they come. Dengate. Dengate steps back into traffic towards Reagan Gilbert. Gilbert's almost there. He's on the goal line. Can he get it down? No. He's going to be playing at half a metre from the goal line. Dummy half provost. Long pass now. Dengate. Dengate goes himself. Dengate's got the football down. Dengate scores next to the left-hand upright to level things up at Victoria Park on Old Boys Day. And that's nothing more than Picton have deserved. They've dominated the last five to ten minutes of this contest. And Stephen Dengate, running at the line, stepped off the left foot, back in to a yawning gap behind the backpedalling Camden defence on replay for F2, sportswear and style sides. And he scores close to the left-hand uprights and picked in semi-finals the campaign. And their season may still be alive, although there's a long, long way to go with still more than 20 minutes left. Case statewide solar timepiece, 22 and a half to go before full-time. And we're locked up at 18-all for simply WordPress web design with the kick to come. And you can hear the, the hooting and the hollering of that 1966 Clayton Cup 
side in the 1987 first grade side from over here. We've been banished to the eastern side this afternoon in front of the old scoreboard, which was probably, as I mentioned, used in 1966. Um, but we can still hear the cheering from that uh, grandstand side. Here comes then Anthony Provost to score, uh, to uh, convert the... Stephen Dengate tried to put Picton in front for the first time this afternoon. They did level scores early in the seventh minute, but they have not been in front all day, the home side. Now, as we approach the championship rounds, it's an opportune time for them to take the lead. Provost virtually right in front. He's five metres to the left of the uprights. One last look at the post. He's kicked one from three so far. This to put Picton in front. Right boot strikes it. Flags are up straight down the middle. And for the first time this afternoon, it's taken them 58 minutes to get there. But but Picton, the home side, have finally hit the front. 21 to go before full-time. K-Statewide Solar timepiece. It's Picton 20. Camden 18 for simply WordPress web design. Hang on to your hats though, fellas, because this match is far, far from over. One gets the feeling there are at least two more twists in this tail yet. Steel Brown drives the kickoff deep for Camden. Down it's uh, caught by uh, uh, Provost and it's worked across towards Reagan Gilbert who charges ahead and is tackled on his own 20 metre line in front of his own post. The shadow's now starting to lengthen here. He's lost the football, getting up to play it again. Gilbert, not for the first time this afternoon. He's lost the football in getting up to play the football. And just when they do all the hard work, they now put themselves under pressure again, the home side. And you don't do that against this Camden outfit. They will punish you. They've done that on numerous occasions to nearly all opposition in this West MacArthur first grade premiership so far this season. For all of the, disrup the disruptions, they have been generally the best attacking side in the competition alongside East Campbelltown. You invite them down here at your peril. The scrum is won by Camden. It's worked across to Speechley. Through the hands they go. It's uh, out wide towards Steel Brown. And now he's dropped the football. He's coughed it up. Sorry, Corey McAlum it was. He's coughed it up on tackle one. And that could be the story of these last 20 minutes here at Victoria Park. Whoever can hang on to the football the best or the most in these closing stages will probably carry the day given what's at stake. We've got a player down here at the base of where the scrum would pack. It looks like it's a... Uh, Another Camden player, is it speeching that's gone down again for the second time? It might very well be. So uh, given that he's down receiving attention, let's uh, again check on those uh, uh, scores around the grounds uh, for uh, uh, F2 Sportswear and uh, Styles Signs. At uh, forward reserve, Campbelltown City Kangaroos 20, now lead Oakdale 10 in uh, uh, the match at Bradbury. Well, it's become a, a one-way route for East Campbelltown. East Campbelltown 44, leading Collegians 4. It's East Campbelltown 44, Collegians 4. And in the big one of Thirlmere, it's still Thirlmere 22, the Oaks 4. Thirlmere 22, the Oaks 4. So as it stands right now, Picton are in fifth place tonight on their own if the scores stay the same as they are right now on the live ladder. Eventually the scrum is won. Speechley gets to his feet. The scrum is won uh, by Picton and they uh, work it ahead uh, towards halfway and this time it's carted ahead by uh, uh, Tony Satini and Satini's going to be playing it on halfway, 10 metres in 
from this uh, eastern touchline. Back to Daniel Payne. He puts it on the step. He's through Daniel Payne. Full back to beat. He's got support on the outside to Harrison Foster. And Harrison Foster scores a brilliant, brilliant Picton try. Well, that was all Daniel Payne's work. He took on the defensive line. We know how dangerous he can be if he uh, takes the line on with the left foot step. He stepped through an enormous hole. He sized up fullback Mason Ceruto and timed the long cutout pass beautifully to hit Harrison Foster on the chest. And Harrison Foster careered away to score Picton's uh, fifth try of the afternoon. 20 metres in from the left-hand corner post. And now the Magpies are on fire on open day given that their semi-finals campaign may still be alive at the end of this afternoon. It's now Picton 24, Camden 18, kick to come on the Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. 19 and a half to go before full time on the Case Statewide Solar timepiece. But I repeat, there's still a long, long way to go in this contest, even though Picton for now look like they're right on top. Here's the conversion then from Anthony Provost of that brilliant Harrison Foster try. Beautifully set up by Daniel Payne. That's what we know he can do when he takes the line on. He probably doesn't do that often enough on replay for F2 Sportswear and Style Signs. But when he does, he can carve up a hole in any defence as he did that time. So Provost, he's kicked two from four so far. It's not the easiest of kicks. He's 15, 15, 18 in from the Western Touch. He's taken it back a long way to 28 metres out from that uh, Camden goal line. This is a critical conversion to extend the lead beyond the converted try as we head towards the closing stages. One last look at the posts for Anthony Provost. In he comes. Right boot strikes and he's got this one up okay. Touchdown, it's out to the left-hand side, though. No goal. Two from five for Anthony Provost this afternoon. And uh, 18 minutes to go officially, says our ground announcer on the uh, Case Statewide Solar timepiece. Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. It's now Picton 24, Camden 18. Here's the restart again from Steele Brown. It's a deep one again. It's been played out by the foot of Gilbert. He eventually picks the football up and he smashed to the ground. This time, front on, ball and all defence. Brady Duna, first, uh, uh, first uh, involvement in the game, like a coiled spring, said, come here, cop this, whack, straight into the ground. Uh, went down like last week's pay, Reagan Gilbert, but eventually got up to play the football and picked and carted ahead towards their own 20 by Tony Satini. Well, that's brought the crowd to life. Now, here comes Billy Carroll up the centre. Head down, backside up. Charges at the defence. He makes 15 metres. He's tackled 15 short of halfway. Now, the clearing kick from Anthony Provost. Trying for the 40-20. Early in the tackle count. Mason Ceruto lets it bounce. Takes it five metres out from his own goal line. But the chase is there. And meets Ceruto. Puts him to the ground. 15 out from the Camden goal line. Five in. Eastern touch. One of those Cam Picton players has uh, stayed down. After making the tackle, he's in all sorts of trouble. Referee's going to stop the clock again for this Picton player who's gone down in back play. He came in at the right angle on making that tackle on Mason Ceruto. It might have been head to hip. And uh, he's come away feeling very sick and sorry for himself. So uh, play has been stopped again. So while play has been stopped again, we will again go around the grounds for F2 Sportswear 
and style signs. And check those uh, uh, round-the-ground scores, those critical round-the-ground scores once again. At Thirlmere, the big one there, uh, just... Uh, 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 just uh, uh, just bringing that up, it's um, we can tell you it's still Thirlmere 22, the Oaks 4. The Thirlmere 22, uh, uh, the, the Oaks 4 at Fullwood in the uh, in the match being played at uh, uh, at Fullwood. Just trying to bring up uh, that score for you. It's uh, 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 Campbelltown City Kangaroos 20, Oakdale 10. Campbelltown City Kangaroos 20, Oakdale 10. And the route continues at uh, uh, Bradbury. It's now East Campbelltown 46, Collegians 4. East Campbelltown 46, Collegians 4. That said, this uh, Picton player is still down in uh, back play uh, receiving attention. Gives us enough time to remind you that we will let you know what we are doing next week for the final round of the regular home and away season during the week on our social media handles, our Facebook page, and our uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram pages at MacArthur Sports Radio and MacArthur Sports Radio Extra as to what we will be doing uh, next week. Uh, and we'll do that during the week when we have a look at what happens for the final round of the regular home and away season next Sunday afternoon. Finals will start a fortnight from today and the grand final is locked in for Sunday, September the 11th at Campbelltown Stadium. Now this... Uh, uh, Picton winger Leon Longbottom who scored that brilliant intercept try in the first half he's got to his feet he's walking off unassisted in the hands of two trainers but he is very much the worst for wear he is very dusty Leon Longbottom he doesn't know whether he's at Victoria Park at Picton or Victoria Park at Broadway in the Sydney CBD and I think he'll take no further part in the last 17 and a bit minutes of this match this afternoon uh, under the HIA rule he just came in at the wrong angle on that tackle on Mason Cerudo, head to hip, and hit the ground very hard. Was probably knocked out before he hit terra firma, before his head hit the canvas. But at least he's to his feet now, and he's walking off unassisted, albeit slowly, uh, in the hands of two very close attending trainers. So that means that Harrison Scott comes onto the field in a backline reshuffle, pushing Ephraim Morgan out to the wing in replacement of Leon Longbottom. So eventually, it's going to be John Ryan to uh, play the football. The two-try man for uh, Camden this afternoon. Waiting for his opposite number, Longbottom, to leave the field. He leaves the field now eventually. And here's uh, Metu Tangatawa. What a game he's had. He's uh, 12 short of halfway as play resumes uh, into ground in the tackle. Now it's uh, Liam Martin. Pass was suspiciously forward to Bailey Dickinson. And the referee saw it that way. The touch judge got the call as well. Mind you, there are about two or three hundred uh, picked an old boy uh, instant referees that were quick to remind that touch judge on the western side about the pass as well from our angle. And we we're in reasonable line with it in our position on the eastern side at the old uh, scoreboard. It did look suspicious. Flat at best, probably forward. So the scramble packed down with a picked and loosened feed. And as we've said so often, the next try will be critical. They win the scrub. Tony Satini breaks ahead, bre breaks through the first tackle, can't break through the second, and that of Brody Duda, 42 metres out from the Camden goal line. Up the centre they come now. Matt White up the middle. Matt White beats one and two. He's met and put to the ground there now. 27 metres out from that Camden goal line. To the open side they operate. Through the hands now, and Stephen Dengate shows and goes. Dengate's lost the ball in the tackle. No, 
penalty for a strip. Penalty for a two-man strip, says the referee. Now, do they take the shot at goal here, I wonder? And extend the lead beyond a converted try? Yes, they do. Anthony Provost says, thank you very much for the chocolate, sir. I'll take the shot at goal to extend the lead out to eight, turning for home. And this is in a relatively simple kicking position right in front of the posts almost. 21 metres out from the Camden goal line, kicking towards the Camden Township or uh, northern end of Victoria Park here at Camp, here at Picton on this uh, Sunday afternoon. And if this kick is successful, that will perhaps now make it a little bit harder for the competition leaders who in turn, given that East Campbelltown are putting the cleaners through collegians this afternoon at Bradbury, they may lose the competition lead on for and against percentages to East Campbelltown with one round remaining. We'll keep you across all of that as we head towards the last 15 minutes of this contest. This critical game, which is having such a bearing on both ends of the final five. And it's Provost now for this penalty attempt. Right in front, 21 out. He's taking his time. and Well, he might. He's kicked only two from five today. This to extend the... Uh, Picton lead beyond a converted try. One last look at the pace. In he comes. Provost. Right boot strikes it. He uh, likes it. It's uh, straight down the middle. Two from si three from six for Anthony Provost, including that 66-minute penalty goal. And now things are hard for the, at the moment, competition leaders. They might lose the competition lead in 14 minutes' time. It's now on the uh, Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. Now Picton 26, Camden 18, 13 and a half to go, Case statewide solar timepiece here at Victoria Park. Steel Brown gets us underway again with another deep kickoff to Reagan Gilbert, who in turn finds Big Billy Carroll up the centre, and Carroll charges ahead up to his own 20 before he's put to ground in the tackle. Coming in over the top there was uh, Brody Duna, but dummy half provost. Now up the centre they operate, this time through... Uh, Whitehouse, and Whitehouse charges ahead. He's tackled 28 out from his own goal line. Provost dummy half to Matt White, the Mr. Perpetual Motion lock forward. He's uh, lost the ball in the tackle, has he? Referee's going to rule another penalty for another two-man strip. Josh Ryan, uh, sorry, Brad Speechley can't believe the call, but it was there straight away. The ball did appear to be uh, uh, bobbled out with the, the assistance of perhaps an extra pair of hands. That's what the referee has ruled. And the penalty goes to Picton. They now have the penalty 6-4 to four, and the scrums 7-5 to five, uh, on statistics for style signs and F2 sportswear. And critically, in the last 15 minutes, three penalties to none, two scrums to none. They've had all the football. Tony Satini carts it ahead from the tap. He's tackled 42 metres out from the Camden goal line. They've had to go through a mountain of work and defence. It's worked across now towards Whitehouse. Lachlan Whitehouse up the centre. Charges ahead. He's up to the 30. He's tackled now about 37 out from the Camden goal line. Martin dummy half. Blindside they come. Tony Williams throws a couple of them off like flies at the barbecue. Switch and play back to Payne. Payne shows and goes. Back to Billy Carroll. Carroll from a standing start. Loses the football. No two-man strip this time. One-on-one. -on -one, the strip from David Minute saves the day for Camden. And Camden come away through Tangatoa. But have a look at them, will you? They're bunched. You can throw a blanket over them at the moment as they try and ruck it out from inside their own half. Tangatoa plays it. Ten short of halfway. Manute says, give me the ball. I'll have a go. He charges at them, makes seven or eight. And he's driven back five 
by the tackle of Reagan Gilbert. Five short of halfway. Now it's uh, uh, Josh Gilton getting out at dummy half. He makes five or six metres. He's tackled 45 out from the Picton goal line. Blindside they come now towards Tom Chanter. Links up out wide towards Steele Brown. Brown to two with Josh Ryan. Ryan, try, Ryan tries a kick when it was never on. Picked up by Tautili Afua and Tautili Afua comes away. Well, Steele Brown tried to create something out of nothing. Almost a panic play that time down the left-hand corridor. Josh Ryan tried a kick that was never on and it was an easy meet for Tautili Afua to pick up. Inside the last 15 minutes now. I make it about 12 and a half to go. Case statewide solar timepiece. Time will be Camden's enemy shortly. It's Picton 26, Camden 18 for Sydney WordPress Web Design. Now Payne puts on the afterburners again off the left foot. Almost gets through. Tower closes the door though on him. 40 out from the Camden goal line. Up the centre they come, Whitehouse. Head down, backside up again. Makes about 10. He's tackled 37 out from that Camden goal line in front of the posts. It's Provost to dummy half across to Dengate. Shows and goes, couple of dummies. Out the back to Ephraim Morgan. Morgan almost through. Dragged to the ground from behind by Steele Brown. Nine out from the Camden goal line. Last tackle for Picton, who lead by eight. It's worked across towards uh, uh, Payne. He goes the high, high bomb, looking for Satini. Eventually well taken in the last line by uh, uh, Galton, who comes away. Great uh, kick return, Josh Galton. Tackled on his own 20. Here goes Saruto from dummy half. He in turn links up with Manute. Manute's desperately dragged to the ground from behind. 15 short of halfway. Centre of the park. And now he gets the penalty. That's uh, Camden's first penalty of the second half. They finally get a well, second penalty of the second half. They're first in 15 minutes. The tap's taken quickly by Saruto. Makes 15 metres and then some. He's tackled 45 out from the Picton goal line. Blindside, they come to Steele Brown. He links up with John Ryan. Ryan down the left-hand corridor. Beats one and two. Eventually, he's dragged and put to the ground. 27 metres out from that uh, Picton goal line. Here come Camden again now. Tangatoa charges ahead. Bounces off one. Bounces off two. Bounces off three. Tangatoa. Oh, desperate defence. Dengate from behind. Four metres out from the Picton goal line. From dummy half, it's John Martin. Runs across field. Stands. Doesn't know what to do. Referee uh, gives a penalty for obstruction. He gave himself up, I'm afraid, there that time, John Martin. He went behind at least Tangatoa and one or two others. Stopped, waited for the whistle, and eventually he got the whistle the wrong way. Penalty goes to Picton, and the relieving penalty goes to Picton. Five metres out from their own goal line in front of their own posts. Brad Speechley tries to argue the point, but he'll never win that argument, especially when John Martin gave himself up at least twice in that crabbing run behind at least two of his teammates. The penalty finds touch, though. Doesn't make a lot of distance, but at least finds touch. 20 metres out from the Picton goal line. We're drawing towards the last 10 minutes of this contest now. Is there one more twist left in the tail? Picton, their finals hopes may still be alive. And as a result, Camden might lose the lead of the competition heading into the final round on percentages, given what's going on elsewhere. As there's uh, Picton carted ahead on tackle two from the penalty set. It's going to be played by Towton Afar and the tackle of Dickinson, 10 short of halfway. It's worked across now towards Matt White, another run for him. Makes about five or six. He's tackled five short of halfway. Dummy half provost. Short pass across to Dengate. In turn links up there with uh, uh, Reagan Gilbert and Gilbert smashed to the ground. 42 metres out. From the Camden goal line. Both sides now very tired. It's worked across towards Payne. Charging off the left foot. Right foot throws the dummy. Almost gets through. Tangatoa catches up with him. 37 out from that Camden goal line. Last tackle for Picton who lead by eight. Provost the dummy half says let's just settle it down. 
find the touchline, concede the uh, possession, but also play the territory game and force Camden to rack it out from inside their own 10 uh, and force them to go 90 metres to score a try instead of 10 if they want to try and pull this game out of the fire. Ground almost covered in shade now here at Victoria Park as uh, Josh Gilton takes it ahead. He's picked up over the horizontal. A spear tackle from Matt White or an element of spear about it. White knew he was in a bad position and pulled out of the tackle halfway through and luckily he did. Otherwise he would have been in some trouble as uh, the penalty finds touch just on halfway. So here is Camden's opportunity. Down by eight points inside the final ten minutes. They can do it. They've done it before this season. They're going to have to do it again this time. Tangatoa charges ahead from the penalty cap. He's going to be playing it now 42 metres out from that Picton goal line. Shows and goes to the open side. Patrick Dumont out wide to Speechley. He in turn links up with Cerudo. But from a standing start almost, he's easy meet for the tackle of uh, Ephraim Morgan. 46 metres out from the Picton goal line. Back to the open side. Tangatoa again. He's done uh, all he can this afternoon. Uh, with at least his uh, 18th or 19th hit up this time. He's tackled 37 metres out from that uh, Picton goal line centre of the park. Martin at dummy half, across to Speechley. Shows and goes, long cutout pass. This time to Macklin, Corey Macklin, easy meet for the defence this time of Satini. That's been a battle royal all, way down that, all day down that flank. That time Satini makes the tackle, 37 out. From dummy half, Josh Gilton straightens the attack. No one to give the football to. He flicks a pass out the back, which has been intercepted on the second bounce by uh, Reagan Gilbert, who's been everywhere for Picton this afternoon. He gets up and plays the football. 35 out from his own goal line. Mike Warrensey now says, give me the ball, I'll have a go. He charges ahead at the Camden defence, and he'll be playing it now. Five short of halfway. Harrison Foster out of dummy half. His brilliant try may have turned this contest. One-on-one -on -one strip attempted there by uh, 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 Brody Dinner, who's come off the worst for wear. And eventually Harrison hangs on to the football. Minute was in close attendance as well. 37 out from the Camden goal line. Now it's worked across towards Payne again. He's lost it in the tackle. Play on. Tanga Tower uh, picks up the football, gives it to Minute. But the referee's going to reel a double knock on here. It's going to reel a double knock on for Minute with a hand on the football and attempting to make the tackle. Scrum will pack down. First knock-on will apply. It is a Camden loosened feed. But time is running out for the for the Rams now. Inside the final seven minutes of this contest here at Victoria Park. In the setting sun. And it's uh, Cam and it's picked in 26. Camden 18 for Sydney Simply WordPress Web Design. Seven to go. Case statewide solar timepiece. It's almost now or never for uh, the Rams. Otherwise, they will probably lose the competition lead on percentage heading into the final round. Mason Cerudo carts it ahead from the scrum. Tackled on tackle one, eight short of halfway. Now it's a Gilton superb tackle by Gilbert around the legs. Five short of halfway. But he gives away the penalty. In fact, it was Tony Satini. Gives away the penalty, though. Held on too long for ref the referee's liking. Penalty goes to Camden, and they won't waste any time. Speechley doesn't define touch. And he finds touch, 37 out from the Picton goal line. Time running out, though, for the Rams. They're down by eight, and it's under six minutes to go. Worked across from the tap. Gilton again. Beats one, beats two, beats a third, eventually wrestled to the ground. 24 out from the Picton goal line. From dummy half, it's Martin. Across to Speechley. Shows and goes. Out the back to Ceruto. Cut out pass to Steele Brown. Bound on the outside to John Ryan. Ryan steps back in field. Eventually, he's met with the tackle of Tautinafua. Seven metres out from the Picton goal line. Now Brown, back to the other side, they come Ceruto. Puts on a right foot, left foot step. 
Easy meet for the defence, though, of uh, Matt White. Seven out from the Picton goal line in front of the posts. Northern end of Victoria Park. Slow play the ball. Martin dummy half. Short pass. Tanker Tower. What's he doing at 5'8"? Tanker Tower stands. Beats one, beats two. Out wide. Manute. Manute beats one. Not held. Tried to flick pass off the ground when he perhaps shouldn't have thrown the pass. And he's lost the football. And that could be it. David Minuto, he wasn't held. There was no one near him, yet he felt the compelling need, Minuto, to throw a flick pass off the ground when, in fact, he probably could have gone up and had a go at the goal line. Easy to say in hindsight, but eventually it's a lost football and Picton will get the scrum loose and feed. Five metres out from their own goal line, 20 metres in on the scrum line from this eastern touch and time is ticking away. Referee stops the clock, though. We're inside the final, I think, five and a half minutes here. On the case statewide solar timepiece, we've got another player receiving attention in back play for Camden. It's Patrick Dumont. So, uh, mind you, he's 45 metres away from the play, almost in front of the grandstand uh, on the western side. So while he uh, receives attention, let's go and uh, check those uh, vital scores again uh, uh, around the grounds uh, for Style Science and F2 Sportswear. Firstly... Um, Critically for the uh, minor premiership, it's now East Campbelltown 58, Collegians 4. East Campbelltown 58, Collegians 4. More importantly, for the sake of the final five, it's Campbelltown City 26, leading the Oaks 14. Campbelltown 26, the Oaks uh, 14. And uh, in the big one at uh, at uh, uh, Thurlmere, uh, just bringing up that score now, in the, uh, uh, in the big one at Thurlmere, uh, we can tell you there, it's now Thurlmere 28, the Oaks 12. Thurlmere 28, the Oaks 12. So as it stands right now, Picton will be in fifth place on their own tonight. And East Campbelltown will be the new leaders of the competition on percentage heading into the final round next weekend. That's what's at stake now if scores stay the same here. The scrum is won by Picton and the Magpies carted ahead towards Warrensey on tackle two. He in turn links up out wide towards uh, 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 Gilbert, who's lost the football in a one-on-one strip. Steel Brown's away. Dragged to the ground from behind. Lautelia Ferran, desperate cover defence. 21 metres out from the Picton goal line. Slow play the ball. No penalty forthcoming. It's worked across to Chanter. Chanter in turn to Tangatoa. Tangatoa is tackled. 25 metres out from that uh, Picton goal line in front of the post, southern end of the ground. Back to the open side. Now or never for Camden. Speechly, it's worked across through hands. Uh, towards Minute again. Minute's lost the football. Picked up by Harrison Foster. That could be it. Foster on turnover's going to be playing it. Um, tackle zero in Speechley's tackle. 35 metres out from his own goal line. Just to the left of centre. And he takes his time to, take the, to play the football. And now it's Warrensey. Carting it ahead. His big frame runs over the top almost of Brad Speechley. Goes to ground in the tackle. Five metres short of halfway. Just to the left of centre. Now it's worked across towards Whitehouse. That's Lachlan Whitehouse up the middle. He crosses halfway. Tackled 48 out. Now from the Camden goal line. Back to the open side they come. It's uh, Payne. Offloads to Tautinafua. Tautinafua's through. Tautinafua links up with the frame. Morgan. Morgan on the outside of one. Morgan links up with Harrison Foster. And Harrison Foster puts the icing on the cake. And keeps Picton's season alive with his second try in the corner in the closing stages here at Victoria Park. The old boys' day has done the trick for the Magpies. And against a tiring defence, Ephraim Morgan...
burst onto that pass from Tazino Far up the middle. He linked up with Harrison Foster out wide. And Forrester careered his way to the corner to score his second try of the afternoon in the second half. Three and a half minutes to go on the K-Statewide solo timepiece. It's now Picton 30, Camden 18. Picton will stay in the final five tonight. And East Campbelltown will be the new leaders of the competition on percentage heading into the final round next week given what's gone on elsewhere. The siren goes in the background to the jubilation of the old boys and the Picton supporters on the western side of the field. And it's now back to the drawing board for Harrison Fox and Camden, given that they now may very well have to play every week in September, given that they will probably lose the competition lead to East Campbelltown on percentages, given what's gone on elsewhere. East Campbelltown last check leading 58 points to four over Collegians at Bradbury. And so they were both uh, coming into this final round on equal for and against percentages, Camden and East Campbell-Tebel. That's certainly changed today. And Picton have their destiny in their own hands. They will be in the final five tonight on their own. Here's Anthony Provost to put the icing on the cake and finish the match with the conversion of Harrison Foster's second try. 10 in Western touch, 25 out. Strikes it. It's up, and the touch judges' flags go up with it. And you can hear the crowd. Provost cajoles them and cheers them on. The old boys are on their feet. He's kicked four goals from seven attempts, Anthony Provost. And the Picton Magpies make it two wins over Camden this season. They beat them at Kirkham Park back in round eight, and they've beaten them again comfortably here again today. Final score on the Simply WordPress web design scoreboard. Here at Victoria Park, uh, it has finished Picton 32, defeating Camden 18. Picton 32, Camden 18, and in the end, they've scored six tries to three. A double to Harrison Foster in the 61st and 78th minutes. The other tries, Tony Satini in the 7th, Leon Longbottom, that critical intercept try in the 30th minute, Ephraim Morgan in the 49th, and the brilliant uh, individual try from Dengate in the 58th. Anthony Provost, four goals and seven attempts, including that 66th minute penalty goal. For Camden, uh, who scored uh, all of their uh, tries and indeed all of their points in the first half. John Ryan, a double in the second and 38th minutes. Corey McCallum in the 17th minute. Josh Gilton, three goals from three attempts. The statistics for F2 Sportswear and Style Signs, the scrums ended up 9-6 in favour of Picton. The penalties ended up in favour of Picton 7-6. And critically in the second half, five penalties to two when they got on a roll and Camden had no answer to the Picton charge. And so you can bet your life that the 1966 Clayton Cup winners and the 1987 first grade uh, premiers will party long into the night, particularly now as we look at it. We will confirm shortly when we come back and do a wrap-up of the day. It appears that Picton will be in the final five on their own tonight, given results elsewhere. And uh, it also appears that East Campbelltown will be the new leaders of the West MacArthur first grade competition heading into the final round next week. Uh, in saying that, let's check those progress scores again around the grounds for F2 Sportswear and Style Signs. 
It's full time at Bradbury. It has finished East Campbelltown 58, Collegians 4. East Campbelltown 58, Collegians 4. That's a full time score. It's full time at Fallwood. It has finished Campbelltown City 26, Oakdale 14. So that uh, is going to be uh, in the melting pot for a top three finish now for Oakdale, even though they have the bye in the last round. Campbelltown City 26, Oakdale 14. And critically for Picton, at Thirlmere, it has uh, uh, finished there, uh, bringing up that score from Thirlmere Sports Ground. This is taking forever to come up. Um, the last score we had, we had Thirlmere in front, leading the Oaks. In fact, it's just gone full-time. Thirlmere 30 have defeated the Oaks 18. Thirlmere 30 have defeated uh, the Oaks 18. So uh, we'll come back after this break and confirm uh, where it's at. But as it stands right now, it's East Campbelltown, the new leaders of the competition tonight, on for and against, ahead of Camden. They're both on 22 points. Oak, it's, uh, then you've got uh, Campbelltown City joining Oakdale on 17. So the double chance position is up for grabs in the last round. It's then Picton on their own on 16, in fifth place tonight, given the Oaks defeat this afternoon. And Mittagon, who had the bye on 15, Thelmere's win was not enough to keep their season alive. They stay on 13. The Oaks can possibly, uh, with a miracle maybe, force uh, their way into fifth place next week, but their percentage is the worst easily of the teams left fighting for that fifth place position. They too are on 14 points. We're going to take a break, take stock, double check all the scores, wrap it all up right after this here from uh, Victoria Park at Camden. On this Sunday afternoon, it's now 14 minutes to 5 as this recording went to air on Sunday the 8th of August. It's a massive, massive win for Picton. They stay in the 5 and they have ensured that Camden have lost the lead of the West MacArthur First Grade Premiership on percentage with a round to go. It has finished here. Picton 32, Camden 18 on the Sydney WordPress web design scoreboard and our time calls today with the case statewide solar. We'll take a break and come back to wrap it all up from Victoria Park shortly. If you need to get your uniforms in order for the new season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered and can do business wear as well for that new corporate look. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smallest squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe with quick turnarounds and orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. Case Statewide Solar have been providing solar and battery solutions for local homes and businesses since 2008. They can install solar panels to maximise your output from home or work and have managed installations up to 420 kilowatts. See the team at Case Statewide Solar in their new store at Shop 2, 16 Argyle Street, Camden or call them today for more information on 1300 551 239. Case Statewide Solar are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. 
If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deals for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team and discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. If you need to get your uniforms in order for the new season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered and can do business wear as well for that new corporate look. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smallest squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe with quick turnarounds and orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. Case Statewide Solar have been providing solar and battery solutions for local homes and businesses since 2008. They can install solar panels to maximise your output from home or work and have managed installations up to 420 kilowatts. See the team at Case Statewide Solar in their new store at Shop 2, 16 Argyle Street, Camden or call them today for more information on 1300 551 239. Case Statewide Solar are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deals for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team and discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. MacArthur Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. Welcome back here to Victoria Park at Picton. It's going to be a wild old time in Picton tonight. A famous victory on Old Boys Day for them here this afternoon. Um, A result which will have wide bearing repercussions on the rest of the competition. Make no doubt about that. Final score here for uh, Simply WordPress Web Design. It has finished. Picton 32, defeating Camden 18. It is the second win for the season. The only club to have beaten Camden twice. And given that Camden only lost three games this season, um, that is a feather in Picton's cap. They will not want to be playing the Magpies again during the final series that starts in a, a, a fortnight's time. And I can hear the victory song sung with real relish. Uh, by not only the team, but the old boys, led by their 1966 Clayton Cup winning uh, babies. They were babies back then. No, they're not now, but they were a bunch of kids back then. And the 1987 first grade winning premiership as well. They're joining in the party, and why not, given that this result may very well have clinched Picton their place in the finals and has sent uh, Camden crashing from the lead of the competition. Let's have a look at the results then across uh, this weekend 
all the final scores are in. Firstly, the catch-up matches during the week. The match that was played on Wednesday night of this week or last week, the Round 5 postponed match at Warwick Gamba finished East Campbelltown 42, Campbelltown City 22. And that was, of course, on top of Campbelltown City 22 defeating Collegiate 16 in the last catch-up match played on July 24 at Fullwood Reserve. Today's results, Round 17, were as follows. At Bradbury Oval... Uh, East Campbelltown 58 thrashed Campbelltown Collegians 4, scoring 10 tries to 1. Um, they got out to an early lead. Bryce Wilson scored a, a, a double for uh, the Eagles, who are now, we can say officially, are the new competition leaders tonight with one round to play of the West MacArthur Premiership. At Fullwood Reserve, Campbelltown City kept their top three hopes well and truly alive with a 26-14 win over Oakdale. And uh, Che Terangin got a double for the Kangaroos this afternoon. Shannon Gallant, by all reports, played strongly. And in the big one at Thirlmere, the match which has probably decided the final five, Thirlmere, uh, even though they are out of finals contention, may very well have taken the Oaks out with them this afternoon. It has finished Thirlmere 30, the Oaks 18 at Thirlmere this afternoon. Mittagon, of course, had the bye. So this is the competition ladder then with one round to play in the West MacArthur First Grade Premiership. East Campbelltown are the new competition leaders tonight. We can say that officially. On 22 points, after all their catch-up wins, they have a for and against differential after their win this afternoon of uh, 170. Plus 170, they are ahead of uh, Camden who are also on 22 points from 14 games, but uh, they have a differential of plus 98. So East Campbelltown plus 170, Camden plus 98. East Campbelltown hit the front with a round to go. For third place, it is also now uh, just as uh, critical, given that uh, Campbelltown uh, City uh, won their match this afternoon. Um... As it stands tonight, it is uh, Oakdale clinging to third place on percentage on 17 points from 14 games. They have a plus differential of plus, fif of plus 55. Of, uh, in fact, uh, my apologies, Campbelltown City have gone into third place. Campbelltown City have gone into third place on percentage. They are on 17 points from 13 games with a differential of plus 60. Oakdale, 17 points from 14 games, a plus 55. So Campbelltown City in third place. Oakdale have dropped to fourth into the sudden death semi-final position. And that would mean they would more than likely play Picton, who are now in fifth place on their own on 16 points with a differential of plus 77. Mittagon are the only other team that can make the five now. They are on 15 with their bye today and you can put the pen through the rest. The Oaks, uh, their season effectively came to an end this afternoon with that defeat to Campbelltown City. They're on 14, and their differential is at, uh, minus, at minus 90. They can't make it. Thirlmere, despite their win this afternoon, they can't make it either. They're on 13 points, and Campbelltown Collegians on six. So just repeating all of those scores and the table again, I know some of you out there like to jot all these things down. East Campbelltown 58, Campbelltown Collegians 4 at Bradbury. 
uh, at Forward Reserve, it was Campbelltown City 26, Oakdale 14. At Thirlmere, it was Thirlmere 30, the Oaks 18. And in our broadcast game, the match of the day, here at Victoria Park on Old Boys Day, it has finished Picton 32, defeating Camden 18. Mittagon had the bye. So the competition table tonight, East Campbelltown are the new leaders on 22 points with a differential of plus 170. Ahead of Camden on 22 points with a differential of plus 98. Campbelltown City are in third place on differential with a plus 60. Ahead of Oakdale on, 15, on 17 points with a differential of plus 55. Picton make up the final five with their win here today on 16 points. Mittagon 15. So it's six teams left in the finals race. Forget the rest. They can't make it officially. The Oaks on 14. Their differential is too poor at minus 90. Thirlmere 13. Campbelltown Collegian 6. So, and of course, we all know that Norellan withdrew from the competition at the end of June. So we come to the final round next weekend. The last day of the regular season next Sunday afternoon. The dead rubber at Bradbury sees Campbelltown Collegians play Thirlmere, two sides that can't make it. Elsewhere at Fullwood Reserve, Campbelltown City playing for a top three finish, play the Oaks at Fullwood Reserve. Mittagon take on Camden at Kirkham Park. Mittagon have to win and hope that they get a result going their way elsewhere. Camden uh, need to win by a big margin and hope that East Campbelltown lose by a big margin in their match. And that shapes up as the match of the round next weekend. East Campbelltown versus Picton. The final round, who knows where that will be played given the problems that Campbelltown Council have given the Eagles with Waminda Oval all season. That should be the match of the round given that the minor premiership and the last place in the five pivot on that match. Oakdale have the bye in the final round next weekend. We'll have the discussion during the week, myself and the chipmunk man, uh, Mike Sheen, uh, as to what we do for the final game, the final round of the regular season next Sunday. It appears clear that the two matches that are critical are the match at Kirkham Park, Camden versus Mittagon, and the match at, well, Waminda or Warragamba or uh, uh, Hillier Oval. Liverpool's been used this year by East Campbelltown, but East Campbelltown, the new competition leaders, play Picton in the pivotal match in the 18th and final round of the regular season next Sunday afternoon. Follow our socials on MacArthur Sports Radio and MacArthur Sports Radio Extra and we'll tell you where we will be next Sunday for the final round of the regular home and away season. But for now, as the sun sets in the distance here at Victoria Park, Picton are in the five tonight. Camden have lost the Premiership lead and East Campbelltown are the new competition leaders with a round to play heading into the finals. And if that is going to be a sign of things to come over the next five weeks leading up to grand final day on September 11 at Campbelltown Stadium, bring it on. That is all I say. For our phalanx of sponsors then, Simply WordPress Web Design, Forte Financial Services, F2 Sportswear, Style Signs, RW Laws and Associates, and the Beer Shed Brewing Company, alongside F2 Sportswear, my name is Tony Dawson, the Sultan, working in the sunshine here at Victoria Park this afternoon. Many thanks for your company. We'll catch you next weekend for the final round 
round 18 of the West MacArthur First Grade Premiership, where the final five finishing order and positions are still up for grabs. Until then, enjoy your week from Victoria Park at uh, Picton. It is goodbye.